Mark Twain counted pockets among the most useful of inventions. For a man who had witnessed the rise of the steamship, the telegraph, and the cross-continental railroad, pockets would seem a surprising choice. But when he dreamed of being a knight errant in the Middle Ages, it was pockets he sorely missed. Twain's medieval fantasy so disquieted him that he awoke with a start and jotted down the particulars of his bad dream in a notebook he kept at his bedside table for that purpose. No pockets in the armor. No way to manage certain requirements of nature. Can't scratch. Cold in the head, can't blow. Can't get at handkerchief, can't use iron sleeve. Like any good comedian, Twain soon transformed his personal experience into a memorable send-up. Upset over the late 19th century's cultural rehabilitation of knighthood, which surfaced as fawning praise of unbridled masculinity in figures like cowboys and robber barons, Twain hoped to land an underhand blow at this nonsense of knight errantry. And he managed to do so while writing what is believed to be one of the first time travel adventure stories ever written. When no-nonsense Hank Morgan is transported 13 centuries back to the Britain of King Arthur in a Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's court, he reluctantly agrees to do what other knights do, and he suits up to go holy grailing. In a scene that mirrors his dream, Twain reminds readers that knights were not invincible in their flashing mail and colorful banners, nor could they move with ease, as was commonly depicted in popular illustration. Trussed up in layers of metal, Morgan sweats like anyone would when encased in a heat-conducting material. Twain's sweaty knight is further incapacitated by his armor's impenetrable surface. As he perspires and wants his handkerchief, he remembers he cannot carry one. Hang a man that would make a suit of armor without any pockets in it, Morgan swears in the midst of his agony. The Connecticut Yankee suffers his ordeal in armor so keenly that he proposes a scandalous solution. He will henceforth require the knights of the kingdom to carry some kind of purse. Making knights borrow a so-called feminine accessory was yet another way to undermine those iron dudes in Twain's estimation. As Twain well knew, he annotated the ample collection of dress history books in his library. The purse was an almost universal dress feature in the medieval era, carried by men and women alike. In hoping to score a point in his historical contrast between medieval and modern life, though, Twain obscured what is a much more interesting question. Why would anyone have agreed to trade in their purses for pockets in the first place? <laughs>